Hello and welcome to Open All Ours, sort of. Um, there is no full-length uh, Open All Ours, no podcast this week. It's mainly for a couple of very boring reasons. It's half-term and a couple of us are away and we our building that we record in has building work and just it wasn't quite possible. Technical difficulties or for reasons beyond our control, as people call it. However, we didn't want to leave you with absolutely nothing. Um, so, first of all, if anybody want to listen to any old episodes, go on our website at qprpod.co.uk and all links to all our old episodes and interviews are there but we do have something special and exclusive for you this week i caught up with andy sinton um former uh, qpr player of course my uh, childhood hero um when he was at the club and now club ambassador had a chat with him about things that are going on at the club at the moment, the achievement of community projects and what he hopes will do for the rest of the season. Um, It was an interesting chat. Uh, Hopefully you guys uh, enjoy listening to it. Uh, Sorry we're not here for a bit longer this week, but we will see you, as per usual, next week. Come on, you ours. Okay, Andy, thank you very much for joining us. The first of the first... It's always good to speak to you. Uh, the first question I want to ask you is, is a general one, really, about current form, the squad. Yep. Now, we, we should tell people who are listening to this on Tuesday, we recorded it before the Wolves game on Saturday. Yep. So, um, you obviously can't comment on our thumping 6-0 away victory. But <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> but that, yeah, exactly. But that notwithstanding... What's your take on on where we are? You know, with with um, what, you know where we stand at the start of February. Uh, well, we had a we had a huge win against Barnsley uh, at the weekend, which was uh, which was a bite off, you know, because I think going into that game there was a, a bit of negativity around, you know, coming off the back of a really poor performance down in Bristol City. Um, um, you know, and I think if we hadn't gone anything, if we hadn't beat Barnsley, you know, I think going into the game we were 17th, they were 19th, so I think it was six points separating us. So the implications of losing that game were huge. So um, that was a that was a really good win. Um, you know, where we are, we had a we had a, a reasonable run over the festive period where we picked up points. Um, you know, it's been a little bit of a, a, an iffy season. We started quite well, uh, tailed away, but I think we are where we are basically. And um, I say. Trying times, difficult times for one reason or another, but uh, just got to hang in there and everyone stay together, and I'm sure we'll be absolutely fine. So uh, you use the word iffy. I, I guess one thing we're detecting on the podcast when we're talking to other fans and other guys on the pod the last few weeks is I don't know if frustration is the right word, but it, it's all it's all a bit uh, meh would probably be a good way to describe it. We're, we're not, we are picking up enough points to sort of yep. not be troubling ourselves too much about the relegation, but it's also not really exciting the fans too much. Do you understand that point of view? Yeah, you can understand people's frustrations. You know, we all, you know, we're all fans at the end of the day. We all want to, want our club to be doing as well as we possibly can and winning as many games as we can and picking as many points as we can. Um, you know, for the last couple of years, um, don't have to be a rocket science to work out. It's been a sort of a, 
uh, a shift in sort of the way the club's been uh, run from, and it had to be, you know, because um, from from what they were and where they were and what they were spending, they had to reel it in somehow. So I think that reflects a little bit. But uh, yes, I, um, I think we are where we are at the moment. That's probably about merit. You know, if you said to me at the start of the season, where would you think would finish? I would probably. I would have said mid-table comfortably. Um, so, you know, we're just a little bit below that, we're a little bit inconsistent. You know, good thing is we're picking points against teams in and around us, which I think is huge. You know, you, you don't lose games against those in and around you. Uh, we've had some really good performances, which shows, you know, what we're capable of doing on any given day. But the season's not on any given day for over 46 games, and it's just, you know, that consistency, getting runs of, runs of games um, together, performances that get your results together. Um, so, yeah, so in a, in a, in a do, nutshell, do, I think, yeah, we'll go on. What is the message, be patient? Do we need to keep the faith and good things are around the corner? Uh, I think you always, always keep the faith. Uh, you know, I think good things are around the corner, but I think it's just we're going through that transitional stage and... You know, people say, well, how long is that going to go on for? You know, it's, um, whether well, steady the ship, you know, financial fair plays had a, had an impact on what we can do, um, or what the club can do. But, um, yeah, listen, talking to the fans, I think the fans have been absolutely fantastic, you know, and, uh, they stay with the team. They are, uh, you know, they're there through rain, hail, sun. One of the, you know, they stay with the team away from, away fans, uh, the, the way uh, support has been amazing. Uh, so yeah, you know, on behalf of the club, I'd say thanks to the fans for staying with it. You know, but uh, we'll be okay. Uh, well, that I guess that sort of neatly comes on to you and, and your role because, of course, for a good few years uh, in the very late 80s and start of the 90s, you had a big role for us on the pitch, and now yep. you've got a big role for us off the pitch. And I think it's coming up to three years in your role as our yep. club ambassador. How 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 do you sort of assess the three years and how much has the club on the, the, the way it's run changed in the time that you've been in the role that you've been in the role? I wouldn't say it's changed much in the time I've been in the role. I think it's uh, it, it's changed from before I came into the role, you know, when we were in the Premier League and years ago when you only had a look at what what the club was spending and, you know, yeah, reportedly what players were getting and I think uh, that's been a source of agitation for for many and quite rightly so because um, QBR was seen when it was right or wrong before I came back, you know, but I could see from afar QBR was seen as uh, a place or a club where people, players were coming maybe for, you know, towards the end of their career or coming for the wrong reasons, you know, and, um, so there's been a lot of money spent. Uh, you know, we yo-yoed a, 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 a few seasons, but we are where we are now, and it's uh, it's a it's a different club offering, um, working under different sort of circumstances. Um, and as I say, uh, some people will be realistic and accept that. Some people may not or don't want to, but it is it is what it is, and we are where we are. But you know. Um, Keep the faith. It's a fantastic club. There's a lot of good people there. There's a lot of good things going on behind the scenes. You know, it gets clouded a little bit. You know, with the great work. And when I say the great work, you know what we do out in the community. But that's like it's clouded a little bit by a result on a Saturday. But um, 
as I say, if everyone sticks together, I'm sure we'll come through the other side and uh, see some good times ahead. Well, you must be very pleased with what you've achieved in your role as the um, club ambassador and what's been achieved in the community and off yep. the pitch yep. in that time. I understand that, well, the Grenfell game, of course, was a huge uh, achievement of the clubs to have pulled off and put on and one that everyone's very proud and although it's, it's, awards and that sort of thing are relatively unimportant or very unimportant in the main yeah. scheme of things it's been uh, I, I understand it's up for a couple of community awards for the great work it's done right? Yeah we've, we've got wind in the last few weeks that you know been nominated for you know the game we put on and our, our work in and around the Grenfell disaster and and with you, you know, almost the winning awards for around the tragedy almost seems yeah, not right in, in, in a way, but, you know, I think it's testimony to the efforts that at the club people did and the work out in the community that we are being nominated for them. And, um, well, it marks, it marks the great achievement of, of exactly. putting on it that game and how much, yeah. how much yeah, it was a great achievement. A lot of people wear their socks off, you know, and it's, you know, it's in our doors, on our doorstep. It's, it's part of the QPR you know, where we are and who we are. You know, we did our bit. But as I say, still six, seven, eight months on, whatever it may be, you know, thoughts are still very much with the families and the survivors and the people who were, you know, had to endure what they had to endure. It was uh, it was a horrendous night. Of course. And, and, and that game, that fundraising game, raised a ton of money for the families involved. And that, that was not too far away from the Stan Bowles um, fundraising effort in time. It was only a few weeks apart, and uh, collectively, QPR fans and the surrounding community raised. It must have been well over half a million quid in the space of a few yep. weeks for yep. community projects. Basically, yep. you know, other other causes, which is which is yep. a great sort of pat on the back for the fans and the community. Oh, well, they're, they're, you know, we're QPR. You know, it's a, I say it's a, it's a special club. It's got a special group of you know, fans, and it's at times where, like that, when it was needed, that they all rally around and it showed a great community spirit. And um, I say the awards that the club are being nominated for, you know, it's it's not just the eight or nine, ten people who were really working around the clock to pull it off, you know, it's for everyone involved. And I say our fans are a very, very huge part of that. Uh, and I don't know much about it because... I, 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 obviously, as we've said, we're recording this before the weekend, but I've heard a sniff that there is some sort of commemorative shirt coming. And by the time people, by the time people listen to this, I would have thought it will have already been announced. So you can, you can talk with freedom. Tell me, tell me what this is all about, because I, I don't know much about it at all. Uh, well, as I say, there's, um, as it's been well documented over years, it's, uh, the club celebrate 100 years of um, being at Loftus Road. Yeah. Um, so what's what the club have done? They brought out a, a commemorative shirt, almost a souvenir shirt, to uh, what's the right word to to, to mark to, the anniversary? To, yeah, to, to mark the anniversary. That's it. You know, so uh, hundred years. It's it's come out in the green and white stripes, which um, you know is what I'm led to believe, and what we know is the the, the team wore a hundred years ago green and white hoops. Within the green and white hoops that go around the shirt, there's um, been woven in just like the 66, 67 commemorative shirt where the, the guys' names were etched into the hoops. Uh, so there's a, I think there's there's a hundred 
players and managers who served the club during that time um, with distinction. Um, so they're, they're in that. So it'll be a really a nice souvenir. comes in a nice commemorative box, if you like. So, um, and as I say, uh, it doesn't mean everyone's got to buy it. It's, it's there if fans want to buy it. And it's just a nice way to commemorate the 100 years at our great stadium. Very good. Well, well, whilst we're on the chat of the stadium, at some point, who, we, we won't we won't talk about a move and when that may or may not happen. But um, it's a pretty special place to a lot of people, and presumably to to you. And when eventually we do we do move out, which seems inevitable at yep. some point, what will you miss about it? Well, you know, it's a, it is a quite a, it is a special stadium. I was fortunate to play here where we had, uh, you know, top London club. We had some fantastic nights where Loftus Road was packed to the rafters, if you like. The, the atmosphere was bouncing. You know, the fans are almost on the pitch with you. They almost become the old cliche, but they, they really do, uh, on nights that I sort of witnessed, they become almost like a, another player, a 12th man. Um, and when there's 18, 19,000 in Loftus Road, it, believe me, it used to feel like double that, you know, and it's very sort of noisy right behind the team. Uh, so you, you'll you'll miss that. And when any club, you know, leaves its home, if you like, it's, it's tins with uh, sadness. But, you know, the way the modern game's going uh, for for commercial revenues and stuff like that it's it's always going to be inevitable that the older time stadiums get left behind a little bit we're no different to that but this is a special place you know the, the, the fans will probably feel like the same uh, I I used to love playing here there's a lot of you know, I'm in touch with a lot of former players now as you know and they think about it as the same fans fans will have memory after memory you know player after player moment after moment you know it'll all come back into the the memories, but as I say, we we live in a day and age where we have to move on. But it will be a, when we do eventually move, whether it's how long away, I don't know. It'll be a sad day in many senses. Uh, just to finish off, Andy, two 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 to two and a half months left of the season. Yeah. Um, okay. Priorities? What what do you, as a fan yourself, what do you hope for the rest of the year? Well, I would hope we can, you know, the, the, the target is to win as many games as we possibly can, um, you know, and get as many points on the board. I think you're always looking to, you know, the season that you've just left behind, like I, last year, to, to better than that. What did we finish last year? 53, 54 points. So uh, we've still got to go some to get that. But, you know, one, one for cliches, you take each game as it comes, you know, and you, you, you try and get a positive result and you just build as many points as we can. You know, we've seen the introduction of youngsters. Um, they're not going to be ready at this moment in time to throw them all in on mass altogether. Uh, you know, you're going to have to dip them in slowly. Ideally, you would like to put youngsters into a team who are uh, going well and towards the top end of the league. But uh, there's a lot of promise there. A lot of a lot of work's gone in behind the scenes over the last couple of years, and we're starting to see that come through now. I think that will grow and grow and grow over the next sort of year two and, and beyond so uh, there's lots to look forward to but as I say regarding the rest of the season let's get as many points as we can and thank everyone for the support stay with the, stay with the team stay with the club and let's see where we can get to uh, thank you very much Andy this um, this is actually the end of the this week's podcast so rather than me finishing it off and, and uh, wishing people a good week I'm going to leave that to you thank you this has been open all ours Come on, you ass.